Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. U.S. shares finish broadly higher overnight and Asian markets are in the green this morning as well. Investors are looking past another day of civil unrest in the United States and focusing instead on how businesses and economies are re-emerging from COVID-19 lockdowns. The Dow finished up 1%. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq were not far behind. Here in Asia, the Nikkei is up 2% in early trade. Seoul and Sydney both up about 1% or more as well. Joining me now for a closer look at all the markets Market action is Ryan Huang. Third day of June. How are you doing, Ryan? Hey, I am doing good. And I had a chance to have lunch with my in-laws yesterday. And that was such a lifting event. That's wonderful. Yeah, it really is now, uplifting. After two months of mm. circuit breaker restrictions, finally you get a bit of more human interaction. That's lovely. Glad to hear that. How was yeah. your lunch? Well, it was, it was wonderful. I was just telling everybody that I had lunch at my mom. She cooked a feast and only at my mom's. After coming back from a feast, do you the next day lose half a kilogram? <laughs> I don't know how that happens She's going to say it's the kind of rice that she uses Whatever, mummy, it works I'm coming back next week Alright, uh, cities across the US, Ryan Are rocked by violence and destruction Protests looting now in their seventh day The White House is threatening to send troops in To put down the unrest There are concerns that protests could set off Another wave of COVID-19 cases Payroll and unemployment numbers are out this week And the figures won't be pretty With all this negative news It seems I'm coming back to a very familiar topic. The markets just don't seem to care. The S&P 500 has now recouped most of its losses. It is just 9% from an all-time high set in February. Can you, Ryan, make the case for why markets are doing so well? Okay, I will try my best. And it is really a case of optimism in the markets. And this is being reflected across the risk um, risk on uh, risk assets right now. And if you look at the bond yields for the 10-year treasury notes, you are seeing investors moving out of bonds, at least some of them. So that is turning the yields higher by 0.2 basis or uh, 2 basis points to 0.69 right now. And you are looking at a couple of sectors doing well, as like I mentioned, uh, business coming back online potentially. So some of the banks are doing well. So overnight, you saw the likes of Wells Fargo, Bank of America, all gaining at least 0.9%. And Looking at some interesting stocks, guns have been doing well as well. So the likes of Smith & Wesson, the uh, likes of um, Sturm, Ruger & Company also doing well. In fact, St- Smith & Wesson up 10%. And that was on the back of the Donald Trump comments that he might deploy more troops into the streets if the states don't do their job to contain the violence. So that seemed to spark a bit of a rally in the guns and ammunition supplier sector. And looking at into another sector, you have energy energy doing well. And that's because um, oil prices have been ticking up, ticking up. In fact, oil going higher overnight by over 3%. Uh, take a quick look at how prices are doing. Brent is now trading above $40.30 and crude oil for WTI trading just above 37.70. So that is the picture we have and that is pricing in the optimism um, from what is expected to be OPEC plus production cuts that might uh, take place tomorrow, as early as tomorrow. They are scheduled to have a meeting next week Mm. and they seem to uh, feel there's enough urgency for them to bring it forward to as early tomorrow, as early tomorrow, so that the producer countries have 
more time to adjust to any production limits that might be agreed upon. Makes a lot of sense. All right, Ryan, here at home, the troubled water treatment company High Flux is now under criminal investigation. So is its director, Olivia Lum. High Flux has been in the news a lot over the past couple of years as the company has struggled financially, but this is the first time that we're hearing about the possibility of criminal misconduct. What are Lum and the company accused of possibly doing? Yeah, High Flux really sinking into a deeper mess, right? And this is on the back of a review that was announced last April. So it's taken more than one year and you had the MAS, ACRA, HX Record going through the accounts, going through the numbers and they now say uh, there is enough to suspect or, and they've unco- uncovered reasons to suspect that several offences may have been committed. So now, now there is uh, enough for a joint investigation to take place and this will be led by ACRA MAS and the Commercial Affairs Department. So that is going to take place. And what's really at the center of it is um, they say this will involve high flux related disclosures. And they say there has also been non-compliance potentially of accounting standards. And who is under spotlight? You have Olivia Lam. Uh, She is, of course, the executive chairman. She's going to be under investigation along with former directors and existing directors. So that is going to be uh, something closely watched. And of course, if you are a high flux investor, uh, you are going to be quite jittery. Is this going to affect the rescue deal that has been talked about in the past few months? And high flux came out of a SGX following yesterday to say um, it will make further announcements as and when there are updates on the investigation. But for now, it seems that the talks for the corporate rescue plans are still going to take place. And um, in fact, you have Aquamunda, one of the Singapore-based potential white knights, saying they have uh, they are reiterating their interest to secure high flux unsecured debts to buy um, those um, debts at a huge discount. So they are still committed to doing so. Also in the running, Utico is still interested in striking an agreement, but it is a watered down version of what they have been putting up um, in recent uh, months. Mm. So no more $400 million in cash. It is going to be an all stock deal. So that is also on the table, uh, but not likely to be as favoured as um, what they had on the table before. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of, um, I guess, work for the authorities and the investigators to get through to see if there is indeed uh, breaches of governance rules and corporate governance um, um, standards. Yeah. That High Flux um, has been mm-hmm. accused of and now they will be really... Yeah. Speaking water. of the next chapter, I think uh, CS's David Gerald had a good point when he said even through this restructuring, it's imperative that High Flux's board maintain transparency in their communication with investors and shareholders. So even really more so. Point. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's move on now. China is announcing new policies to transform Hainan Island into a free trade port. The popular tourist destination is going to enjoy lower tax rates and relaxed visa requirements. Analysts say Beijing is looking towards Hong Kong and Singapore as models for Hainan. What do you Mm. think? This is interesting because of the timing of this announcement, right? Of course, the back and forth between Washington and Beijing over Hong Kong. And now you have Hainan being propped up as a potential replacement for Hong Kong. So that is like the uh, picture that is being set up right now. And of course, um, this for background is something that President Xi Jinping 
actually announced back in April 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hainan Island, also sometimes referred to as China's Hawaii, uh, the, he said back then that he wanted to create this into the nation's largest free trade zone. And just to give a bit of context into the size of Hainan, it's 30 times the size of Hong Kong, and it has a population of 9.5 million. So Hong Kong's around 7 million plus. Mm. So you are looking at no, this really um, seeing potentially a lot of work and you mentioned a couple of things just now. Uh, among the plans to make it into a more um, attractive free trade zone are uh, plans to lower the income tax rate for selected individuals and companies to 15%. That is going to be around what um, Hong Kong and Singapore have right now. And it's also going to be relaxing visa requirements for tourists and business travellers and all in it is likely to see more freedom in terms of trade, investment, capital flows, and the movement of people and data by 2035. So it's a bit of a long-term plan. And this is, I think, a bit of a hedge with what's been happening with um, the Hong Kong situation and the potential for Hong Kong to to lose its special trading status. So that is something in the works and going to be something closely watched. Yeah, Chinese citizens will also be able to spend up to 14,000 US dollars per person at these duty-free shops on the island, increasing that spending limit. So uh, big plans for Hainan Island, it looks like. Very interesting to see in the context of decoupling, right? US-China ties. All right, Ryan, I had so much fun playing a game of up or down with you yesterday. I thought we'd try another version of it today. This one is called Boom or Bust. Okay. Here's how it works. I give you a topic or a company. You tell me how it's doing in one word. Okay. Boom or Bust. We'll keep it to just a few topics. All right. Here we go. Zoom, the video meeting company that none of us had heard of last year. Zoom, earnings are out, and I think it's a boom. It is a boom. Zoom's revenue in the first quarter of the year more than doubled in the first quarter. It grossed $328 million. So want to take a guess at Zoom's market cap? Wow, this is a tough one. All right, it's greater than the market value of America's biggest four airlines put together. That's not too hard. (laughs) (laughs) 59 billion US dollars. All right, uh, back to the game of boom or bust. Next question, bank deposits in Singapore, particularly those from non-residents. Right, so I'm going to go with boom because, you know, Singapore's a bit of a safe haven. You are on a roll today, Ryan. Bank deposits from non-residents jumped more than 40% in April. Seems that Singapore's safe haven status is attracting more money. All right, last one. Here you go. Instant noodles. All right, this one's tricky, but I'm going to go with boom because, you know, everyone locked locked at home. Um, they are going to turn to instant noodles and fancy instant noodles and all types of flavors, flavors of instant noodles. You have a perfect score today. All right, so do yeah. I win something? Nissin Food, here you go. <laughs> Nissin Foods, which makes a whole range of instant noodles, is reporting double-digit growth in sales. It's also rolled out a dozen new flavors and products, including exo sauce flavor potato wow. sticks. Four words I didn't think I'd be able to say in one line. Okay, let's check in on the market, Ryan. The STI rose more than 2% yesterday to climb above the 2600 mark. How's it doing this morning? Yeah, looking across the region, we had some um, good leads overnight from Wall Street with the S&P 500 up by 0.8%. And so far, it is green across Asia, STI up by 1.6%. And that is also in line with the rest of the region. You're looking at Australia up by 0.8%, Japan up by 1.8%, and Korea 
up by 2.1%. So yesterday we had the banks, the three local banks, um, doing well and lifting markets. Mm-hmm. And that is continuing so far. You've got UOB leading, leading along with DBS, which is up by 3%. Uh, OCBC up by 2%. And also something to watch out for is uh, Warner Music Group. If you're, the, you're a fan of Ed Sheeran, Cardi B, um, they are going to be pricing their IPO sometime later today to raise $1.8 billion. So a sign that maybe there is market appetite for more IPOs. So that could be another reason for the sentiment that we're seeing right now. What's the IPO price again? Uh, it is trying to raise $1.8 billion and we will get the exact pricing sometime later today. Looking out for that. Thank you so much, Ryan Huang there at Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.